most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It's the source of all true art and all science. And he to whom this emotion is a stranger, who can no longer pause to wonder and stand wrapped in awe, is as good as dead. From Albert Einstein. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature, breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for the last quarter of the Buck Moon, July 30th to August 6th, 2010. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. During calm hours this week, the air was full of dragonflies. Huge blue darners, as big as small birds, but eerily different. They sparkle like gems and whirr on wings like finest leaded glass. They hover up and they hover down. They hover forwards and backwards. They have huge pixelated eyes that front their whole face, eyes that can pick out a midge or a mosquito at a hundred yards. They seem perfectly mindless to us because we view mind as something that thinks and speaks here and now. But the dragonfly's speechless mind stretches back like a vibrating string through millions of generations to its giant ancestors in the Carboniferous period when ferns as big as trees laid down their lives to form the coal and oil that we now wrest from the ground. The dragonfly's knowledge is not written or spoken. Its wisdom is not in books, but in its faceted eyes, its whirring wings, its snatching jaws, its sparkling colors, its cruciform shape. It has no self. Its past is its future. Time hovers nearly motionless for the dragonfly. Every day is a million years, and a million years are but a day for it. It is a bejeweled avatar, an angel with dry, whispering, crystalline wings, a messenger from a far older and hotter eon, if a deity that looks like an old bearded white man no longer works for you, well, you might try one far older. One that can see everywhere, fly in any direction, and shines like a diamond. Now here's a mountain report. Come to the Blue Hill Heritage Trust Mountain Day on Sunday, August 8th on the Morse Peace, or the Hayes Field as it's called. <clears throat> across from the parking lot on the mountain road, there'll be a race up the mountain, food, games, and storytelling. Maybe we'll see you there. And from the mail mailbag, last week's column about Japanese knotweed brought some interesting responses. Lynn from Anson writes, My friend invited me to come down into her cool, damp, cozy root cellar where she had, among other things, a knotweed root clump, producing white shoots, which she picked to make tea. She said the tea had pretty much cured her Lyme disease. 
And Annie from Brooklyn writes, the herbal supplement resveratrol, which is derived from knotweed, is used by some people. And having torn some of this up myself here and there, it seems the fiber may have some uses as perhaps a paper product or maybe a fabric of some kind, but I doubt it. Uh, please note that knotweed contains oxalic acid, which can be toxic if taken in quantity. And Ike from Warren, Warren offers these suggestions for eradicating a knotweed. Now, take down... Take this down. Cut to earth monthly for one growing season. At end of growing season, mist stumps with undiluted vinegar. Following spring, excavate the roots with a backhoe and incinerate them. Transport the ashes to New Hampshire and shoot them from a long range. Drive like hell to the nearest car wash. Repeat as often as needed. Works great. So let us hear about your knotweed policy, or anything else for that matter. Send your thoughts to awanajoalmanac at gmail.com. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from Marion Wright Edelman, founder of the Children's Defense Fund. So often we're depressed by what remains to be done and forget to be thankful for all that has been done. So often we dwell on the things that seem impossible rather than on the things that are possible. And from the poet Aeneas Nin, the dream was always running ahead of me to catch up, to live for a moment in unison with it. That was the miracle. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.